Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your pilot, Daniel French. And it's time to catch up with Halsey Maliswell, the fifth level ranger. Willow Lagond, the fifth level monk. Bruner Stormshield, the fifth level paladin. And Egan, the fifth level bard. In that mysterious city that we know as Port Lock. Ready your spellbooks and buckle on your blades. Here we go. We left off in the <laughs> village of Mellowmead. You all retired to your huts while Sheriff Dillon and others took the body of Ellie to study it more closely. You haven't met much of the other villagers here. It is morning in Mellowmead. The sun is rising, birds are chirping. You can hear the river in the distance, the Redwater River. You hear movement outside your huts, maybe even a couple of fires, carts moving around. All right. I wake up, and are we in separate huts, or what's going on here? You had two huts, and you never said who was sleeping in which hut. Oh, okay. And uh, you are in the two huts that are closest to the river. I think Willow would not want to hang out with me, so I'd be staying with you. So apparently you made it through the night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm like, this is where I'm like, wait. So Egon, you're in the same house. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Cool. So I wake up. I don't know. Is Egon sleeping? <laughs> all right. Yeah, so I try to be very quiet, but I'm not at all. I'm like super loud. It's probably at least an hour and a half after sunrise. Oh, only an hour and a half after sunrise? 7.30. Why did that sound way earlier to me? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just trying to pick out my hand for today. Uh, yeah, going through like the metal ones since making a lot of noise. Decide on a nice oak one. Put it on. Throw uh, one over your shoulder, hits again in the nuts. And I just, uh, I walk outside. There's people passing by, right? Yeah, you see basically the center of the village. There's a few huts in front of yours, but past them, you can see in the center of the village, people are basically setting up some kind of farmer's market day. And they're setting up carts with some of it has fruits or vegetables. Some of it you see jugs. If it weren't uh, for the kidnapped people, there's, there's a lot <laughs> to be pleasant. There's a lot of jugs of mead out there. There's a leather tooler. One of the first things he sets up is this really awesome saddle he made. Oh, okay, nice. I don't know if I mentioned either the village of Mellow Mead. As you rode in, including the tree where you found Ellie, mm -hmm. there's some pretty big, like talking tree sized trees here. By talking tree, I mean the inn. There's right. some huge oh, okay. trees that. around here. Most, a lot of normal looking trees, a lot of nice looking oaks and whatnot. And here and there, you know, say for every 15 or so trees, there will be a really big one. All right. I guess I'm going to go up to one of the uh, shopkeeps, uh, maybe the leather worker, and ask him, so uh, is there anyone in town that I can ask about these disappearances? Possibly someone who knows more? Oh, you can ask me. You? You. Uh, well, obviously, we've already been talking around the town this morning, and we've heard that you brought in Ellie. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry for the town's loss, especially to her mother. Did you find any any other signs? Any other children? I believe we just saw the one cocoon. And a woman comes out of the cart and stands next to him and holds his arm really tight. Oh, no. And she says, <laughs> Any signs of my hearty? My hearty? Uh, He's a wee hot. Often mistaken for a halfling. I'm, I'm so sorry we haven't found any other signs of any other cocoons. And the leather worker as well. We we heard you were coming from Port Lock and you, you found Ellie down that way. Yes. Towards uh, Magalus place. Right, yes, place. the vineyard, yeah. I know. And uh, well, 
pretty much anyone else that's disappeared has disappeared upriver. Hmm, all right. Ellie's the only one we know of that went downriver. I know this might be hard to talk about, but um, the night of your child's disappearance, was there anything strange that you heard? It was three weeks ago. It's in the morning. We had been hunting boar. Myself. There's good boar around these parts. Yeah. Tedariff was with us. He's a fancies himself a blacksmith. As far as this town goes, it's a, yeah, that's what we got. And uh, my boy Hardy and his boy Laurel. Mm -hmm. Hardy had chased off after what he thought was a boar. Hardy had chased off after what he thought was a wild pig, probably a rabbit. And he went near the river, and we heard a scream, his scream, a splash, and we searched for days. Oh no! Still looking, not a sign. Well, I can take you there. That'd be great. I, if you could wait here, I'm gonna go wake up my compatriots, and I'll be right back. By the way, another a, a lass, a girl. Her name was uh, Caitlin. She also disappeared. Probably within a hundred yards of where Hardy disappeared. About the same time in the morning, too. Was this also a child? Yes, she was seven years old. And her parents are. Her parents make nets. They weave. They make clothes. I don't see them here today, and their place is up the hill. Okay. I might take you up on the offer of showing us where this disappearance happened. Glad to help. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I go back to our, our little bungalows. I wake everyone up, and I tell them the information that I just received from the leather worker. And so uh, we can go talk to the other family that lost their child. Maybe they saw something or heard something. Or we can have the leather worker show us to the spot. Again, has some coffee, and he's just like, okay, let's go. Which, which option I get to? <laughs> you see Gil and Sheriff Dylan sitting outside of the hut, drinking some warm beverage, the, the hut where they went to do the autopsy. Oh, we should go see what thoughts of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's that. We go up to Sheriff Dylan. Good morning, Gil. Good morning, Sheriff. So the results of the autopsy, was there anything strange that you found that we didn't Besides Notice. what you mentioned, the fact that she was dried out and emaciated, like a body that was months old and it was only three days, we figured that something had been feeding on her, mm. sucking on her. And sure enough, even though the skin was so dry, we were able to identify places on her skin where there was either, I'm going to say either like a, an octopus's suction cup was attached or judging from where you found her, I would say like roots from a plant. Roots from a plant. Had tapped under her skin. But definitely uh, punctures, perforations, so, about every three to six inches. So she was sucked dry from these roots? Like a Slurpee. Oh, What's man. a Slurpee? That's disheartening. Yeah. Oh, and that was Sheriff Dylan talking. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. vampiric plants. Very hungry vampiric plants. Gil says, never seen nothing like it. Never. I've seen spiders, giant spider bites. Yeah, you don't want to get bitten by a giant spider. You know, a spider sucks your juices out of you and whatnot, yeah? But this this was like, whatever went in, it, it, it it's like it, it went in small and then flowered open after it went inside. S slowly. Uh, well, thank you for the information. Seems like the would know what we're dealing with a little bit more here. It's mm -hmm. Empiric plants, seems like. Yeah. Did we keep any of the cocoon essence? No, we didn't. We just left it there. Oh, that would have been smart. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Uh, the body, though. So, and the yo-yo. That's... <laughs> Willow, <laughs> stop it. Gil says, oh, I, Sorry. I brought a chunk of the cocoon. Oh, great. Well, you did. Can we, like, examine the cocoon essence, see what it's... And he says, yeah, I've got it on a table here and inside. And uh, he walks back in the hut, and he comes out with it. It's not so much like a cocoon that a caterpillar would right. make. It's more like a... Seed? Like a pod. Oh, okay. It's like a pod that, like when you get snow peas, you pop them out of the pod. Uh-huh. It's, it's a pod that's shaped somewhat like an acorn, big at the top, down to a point, and rounded. All right. Well, he didn't have the whole thing, but he was able to describe it to you. He has just a, a chunk of the top of it. It's good we know this information. At the beginning, I thought we were dealing with an insectoid, so that's good <laughs> that we get to cross that off. I an hate ins- bugs. An insectoid? Yeah, you know, like a bug. Bug monster. There's bug monsters? Yeah, like giant bugs. you never seen a giant spider before? You're surprised by giant rat people, but you're surprised by giant bugs. Yeah, it's just like having a mental crisis. <laughs> Egan, you have been on an adventure okay. with your friends here. Okay. Where giant spiders were killed, but you never actually saw one. No. Like, literally, I think he, uh, during this whole thing... You were not one like, of the people that killed a giant spider. No. You were doing some kind of support stuff from outside yeah. the nest. He, he was reading, like, Bruno a was doing a lot of the heavy work. Yeah. <laughs> Again, was probably just, like, reading a magazine, just like, oh, kill wounds, kill wounds. <laughs> Do I detect... Party I attempt to detect the evil <laughs> off of the pot. Do I detect the evil on the pot? Yeah. Yeah, you do. There's uh, definitely a, a residue of maleficence. <laughs> Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah, unnatural. This was more than just wildlife fighting to survive. I declare there was an intention. There was I, an intention, and it was not good. evil. Wicked bad. I mean, like anything that kills kids is pretty evil, right? I could have told you that. <laughs> well, are you implying that this thing was unnaturally made? Yes. Oh, oh, great. So now we have someone who controls plants. Oh. Could, it, could it be Shoshana? Nah, he controls fungi. This is more of a vine. Plants and fungi are different. Let me delve into it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that there's probably something out there to help control plants, just like there was for fungi. And yes. rats and, and snakes rats. as well. Right. right. Remember right. the snakes. Now what do we do? Do we go looking in the forest or do we go talk around? Because I feel like would be best if we got to this as soon as possible. Uh, you some people who might have seen this? Or? Uh, no, the leather worker said he offered to show us where the child ins- was kidnapped. <laughs> what? Did you inspect it? Like, you know, see his forehead? See if there was a bump there? We don't want another Shoshana situation. Oh, I'm I'm sure he's fine. I mean, his wife was crying on his shoulder for Does she kid. have a bump on her forehead? <laughs> I don't think it was a right opportunity to shame her parents <laughs> on their don't forehead. Don't like to kill the children. Huh? Usually parents don't like killing children. That's true. They like to leave I them. heard that. They like to leave them in the streets, so most parents do. But either way, I'm not gonna talk the this stuff like that. You have parents. <laughs> the leather worker approaches. I'm just a dirty person. I have my older boy setting up horses for us now. Uh, We're ready to go. Great. Yeah, show us where it is. We can follow in the carriage. Did you need to do anything else here in the village before we go? I grabbed some fruit from the stand. I oh think... yeah, we should eat. Probably. I got you all horses. You might want to take a horse. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Carriage, carriage won't work in the forest. Where the, where the carriage can't go. All right. Yeah, we'll take the 
horses. What kind of uh, horses do we have here? We got some uh, thoroughbreds, some... Uh, we got some... The horses, Gatons. No. <laughs> no, we all got mules. Freaking horses. Except this one with five legs. Oh, that's not a leg. We follow the leather worker to the spot. He goes riding upriver. It's northwest. As you're following him, you notice right away that you're getting closer to the river. And you ride for about four hours. Can I roll a perception check just to see if I can catch anything on the way there? Sure. Maybe there's some... Look in the trees. Yeah, I'm going to look in the trees. Can I join Egan in that or... Sure. Oh, man, I thought you were going to be an assist. <laughs> I got two. I don't see anything. Willow, you notice that in the canopy of the trees and even around some of the trunks, as you get closer to the river, there are the same vines that were connected to the pod that had Ellie in it. And the farther you guys travel up river, some of these vines get pretty thick. Oh god. Okay. Uh, maybe we should investigate some of these vines. Yeah. Do any of the vines come from like the really big trees? Oh shoot, you're right. You look around for a big tree. Yeah. Not far from you now, there is a good 40 footer, probably big enough around in the trunk to hollow out and make a nice place to live. Little one or two room spot. You notice that there's a few vines that have gone from smaller trees to some of the branches of the larger tree and wrapped around it. And one of those vines is even circling the trunk going down towards the bottom. But there doesn't seem to be any vines that have appeared from the ground and gone up. You're thinking of that and you look around and, and you notice you don't see where any of these vines are touching the ground. I'll point this out to the rest of the group. Oh, yeah, that's... Do you want me to climb up there and... Take a look. Maybe with the one the trees with the thicker vines. Yes. Maybe that's gained more nutrients recently. All right. I turn to the leather worker and I say, you should head back to town. We got it from here. Thank you. I want to be with you. Be Are dangerous. you sure it's going to be? Yeah, it might be very dangerous. He taps the side of his saddle and you see he's got a two-handed axe. And a big iron on his hip. A one-handed axe and a crossbow. I can handle myself. I just got these. If you're sure, okay. Um, Is the son still with us, though? I'm a Dugan. You know this town? Dugan's Hole? Yeah. That's my family. Oh, you're an ancestor. We help make this area. I can handle myself. Okay, good. Yes. Okay, back to the matter at hand. Do you want me to go check out one of those vines? Yes, uh, uh, you can. Name's Dilbert. Dilbert Dugan. Dilbert Dugan. <laughs> okay, Mr. Dugan, we're trying to work here. <laughs> Just keep an eye out and scream if you see anything. I'm gonna like parkour up some trees, do some wall jumps, and get up to. Ooh, give me an acrobatic roll, sir. Yay. Ooh, oh, no, that's a four. Can I assist you? Like, here, take a. I put my hands up in like a cupping thing and like. Okay. Yeah, I assist He's throwing you. Throwing me? Yeah, uh, I give you a lift. Well, the first attempt doesn't go well. Roll again. Uh, you didn't get hurt. Same. Oh my god. That's still an 11. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Plenty of vines to grab onto. Plenty of branches. You wiggle right on up there. I did the same thing again. I forgot to bring a knife. Hold on. <laughs> uh, can I climb the tree? Oh, come on, throw the knife. Throw the knife. Throw the knife at me. Throw it at me. <laughs> I, get, I get my dagger. Okay, I'm gonna. I get my dagger and I I throw it. I'm gonna throw it to that branch. Throw it at me. I, I, I'm afraid <laughs> if I do. I throw it. So I got a 22 oh. to climb the tree. I saw Egan's roll. You got a 22 to climb the tree. Are yeah. you climbing the same tree? Yes, because I'm climbing up to now, Willow. Now, Willow, were, were you trying to go up the big tree? No, or I was trying to find just, one that had the, the biggest vines. Okay. Like the biggest. Yeah, you see a, a pretty tall oak that's got some big vines in it. That one. 
So I, I rolled a 19 of plus one in strength, right, so it's a 20. It's with his roll, you guys got I'm not it. trying to kill it, you. It was a perfect throw right into your hand. Oh my god, I've never done this before. <laughs> and also, as Willow catches the knife, Grace. she feels a constriction and a pulling at her left leg from the calf down. It's And alive. you look down, and sure enough, wrapped around part of your calf and your ankle is a vine. Oh, oh, oh. Right, so we have a problem up here. Don't worry, I'm heading up right now. Um, no, stay down there. No, I got a 22 to climb already. And you guys look up and see Willow cutting this vine off of her ankle. Oh, shoot. And you notice that there's probably about four or five vines above her head. Above you, Willow. That are sliding through the canopy like snakes towards Willow. Get down, get down, Willow. get down. Right, so I just fall out of the tree. <laughs> uh, am I up there yet? You were climbing up as yeah. Willow was <laughs> going down. You're doing the same tree? Yeah, yeah, I did the same tree. As you're climbing the tree, before Willow even feels it, you see the vine wrapping around Willow's leg. He and it's in, it's within reach of you. So whatever happens here happens at the same time. You see right. it wrapping around Willow's leg. Willow feels it. And you both react at the same time. So Willow grabs it, starts cutting, and falls out of the trees. Yeah, because uh, as a monk, I have slow fall. And if it, depending on how far I fall, I can reduce it. Okay. You weren't that high yet, but a good 17 feet or so. So you could take a die of damage if you fail your slow fall. You're fine. Oh, I'm still up there. Buddha, do you have anything for plants? The, kind of, the piece of items. Like, we could ground. burn it. Hal, what did you do? <laughs> did you attack the vine? Yeah, I'll attack the vine. Mm -hmm. That's a four. Pretty hard to miss a vine. <laughs> yeah, that's an 11 to hit. You just didn't get a good swing. Ah, you raised. Okay. So you, you bounced off. Yeah, you just kind of bounced off of it. You didn't get the blade right on there like it would be chopping into it. You're doing good up there? No. Just full. Yeah, we'll catch you. I oh. won't catch you. Okay. Silver chilling. Are them freaking snakes? What the? Nope, those, those, those are vines. vines. <laughs> those are vines. I jump off the tree hoping one of these people. I, I try to me. catch him. You oh. weren't that high up. I was that high up. Okay. I still try to catch, catch him. him. No, you're, you're at least 10, 11. Oh, yeah, you, you had to be. The princess yeah, catch. Yeah, I catch him. His. Okay, catch him. You're fine. I land Scooby-Doo style in his arms. <laughs> yep. Like I gingerly put you down. Give you <laughs> a little you. pat on the back. Oh. Dilbert, so I'm okay, okay, are you I okay? feel so safe. Thank you. I've never <laughs> seen the vines move before. We must uh, be close to something. I'm pretty sure that uh, if we follow these vines, we're going to find pods with all the children. Indeed. Or maybe some people I'm not going to finish this sentence. I know this will happen. Let's follow these vines. And go to the we... river, or should we just follow the vines? Maybe the direct source. Would Coincidentally, be the pretty the much the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Egon, I want you to be extra careful because these vines tend to like small, small things. What you implying? <laughs> you're you're small. <laughs> I thought that was obvious. I'm five four. <laughs> I'm average height to some people. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Willow. I'm five five, so I'm taller than you. Okay, so you guys follow the river, and as you're riding up, you see an opening in the canopy that's more over the river, and the, the river's pretty wide right here. It's about a good forty feet across. And on the bank, on the other side, you notice first that a bunch of these vines twisted together oh, no. are coming up out of the ground. We found the source. And there's a trail coming from where you guys are riding to the bank 
or from the bank to where you guys are writing about that looks pretty fresh and it doesn't look like it's a trail from animals and deer and stuff walking. It's like something big was dragged oh. maybe more than once into the river. I don't do you like approach this. the river or do you go close? Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Shoot. Dilbert's already riding ahead. He's all, look at that. And he's riding towards the river. Dilbert, 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 Dilbert doesn't want to Dilbert. die. And he stops when you say that, but now he's a little bit ahead of you guys, about yeah. 15 feet or so, and he says, Dilbert, come back. Hey, there's another root ball over here on our side. Don't touch the Don't root ball. Don't touch the root balls. Now, something is dragging things into the river. There's got to be a way we can safely check it out. Should I throw a pebble into the water and see what happens? Yeah, so let's hide in the bushes and like throw something at the water, see the ripples and see if it like tries to do some stuff. Are there any fish in the river? I doubt are it. Are you looking or are you just asking Shoot. Dilbert? Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> right, uh, if I look for fish, then I'm going to be uh, next to the river. You have run into some yellow bands that caught trout. You oh. also went Still to the uh, mead dispensary. The hobbit Ted that lived there had just caught some trout or was cleaning some trout that he caught earlier that morning or the day before. Right. Okay, so if we... <laughs> Does anyone have a spare? Grab a fish. Oh. I can talk to the fish. Hey, Dilbert, uh, do you have a bow and arrow by any chance? I have a crossbow. Can I borrow it? I also have a crossbow. It's Yours pretty big. Bad. I'll try. It takes a minute to unsnap it from his saddle and Big's lifts serious. it up, and it's a heavy crossbow. It's, uh, if you right. want me to shoot something with my crossbow, I mean, I can I probably shoot it better than you. He, he just squints. I'm, Dilbert's, <laughs> I'm trained Dilbert's to use a crossbow. Dilbert's not a lot taller than you. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's maybe like 5'7". Uh-huh. So he's so, a little stocky, but okay. he, he even says, I don't even shoot that thing standing up. Yeah, I get an idea. And you guys hide in the woods real quick. He like gets down on one. I'm trained to use a crossbow. Are you sure you don't want me to use that? I got an idea. No, I, I think I'm the only one who could really do it. Are you shooting a crossbow? Wait, I got an idea. All right. I'll I hide in a bush. It. I'm going to trust you on this. All right. I got 23 to hide in the bush. Are you hiding in a bush closer to the river than Egan or farther from the river than Egan? Farther. Okay. Okay, so oh, yeah, I, I guess like, hold this and I climb up on top of Bruner's shoulders. I'm like, okay, to the woods real quick. <laughs> I carry him to the woods. Okay, so you're going away from the No, no, the river I, I, so the river is right here, right? Uh-huh. And using the extra height. So, so you're about even the yeah, same distance yeah, from yeah. the bank. Okay. But like, instead of being crouched down, uh, I have the extra height on top of his shoulders. I'm going to shoot not directly next to it, but like about five feet from the bundle. Okay. The bundle of roots? Yes. On just, your side of the bank or on the other side of the bank? On the other side of the bank. A far one. Okay. Yes. So I'm just going to be like... So you're about 60 feet away. Mm -hmm. That's. I just want to see okay. the ripple effects and see if it like actually goes straight to it. So and like if something large comes in, it like, reacts. Are you like shooting that. the water? Yes. I want the ripples to react oh, to it. Okay. So it's kind of like how... Uh, there's like a spider in real mm -hmm. life that uses its web as like a like right. a feeling mechanism. I right. want to know if it's like that. So I'm gonna shoot the arrow like that, and make it feel the vibrations. Cool. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> it just goes bad knife rolling. You shot Dilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Dilbert dies. With his own crossbow. <laughs> Poor Dilbert. No, you just. Uh, he goes. You <laughs> Damn it. Hold on one second. There you go. <laughs> Nothing shoots up. out of the crossbow. You yeah. just, uh, like, I you, forgot you to even, load it. You made the rear end of the bolt come up out yeah, of the crossbow yeah. and smack you in the face. Ouch. 
I reload it. Okay, now this is a big crossbow. Yeah, yeah. It has like a crank to pull. Yeah, so I'm cranking back it. And all that. I'm cranking and, it. And uh, yeah, it takes a good minute. Okay, it takes me a minute. Anybody else doing anything while this guy's I'm laughing around? in a bush. Do I, un do I understand what he's I, trying I'm to do? He pointed the crossbow <laughs> across the river and failed at firing it. That's what you saw. Can I fire my crossbow exactly where he's pointing? Sure. You're not positive if he was pointing at the root ball across right. the river. Or near it. Or, you know, would you think to yourself that he's trying to just shoot the water? I'm probably going to think to myself <laughs> that he's trying to shoot the root ball. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest here. Okay, so. Big shot. <laughs> oh, that's almost this is, done. This is why Hold I'm on one second. One He's second. Give his shot off. Is that what you're doing? What is that? No, that's an 11. That's an 11. One second. I almost got, got it. With my All crossbow, right. I got a plus five, so that's a 16 to hit. Click. All right. Halsey's crossbow bolt sails perfectly across the river and sticks into that ball of vines coming up out of the ground. Nice. Yeah, All right. Did cool. anything happen? Nothing moves. Nothing moves. Nothing happens. Uh, actually, some birds were in a tree above, and they flew away. So, was that what you're trying to do? I was trying to see if it reacted to anything going into the water. Oh, okay. I do that. <laughs> is my crossbow loaded now? Your crossbow point? is loaded. All right, I'm gonna. Sh do you're the both same going thing. for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. The two bolts hit each other. Natural twenty. Oh! <laughs> I okay. shoot like three fishes. <laughs> Whatever the exact spot that you want to hit yeah. in Shroom. the water. Yeah, I want it, it goes and in. it makes the exact ripples. How I want. far from the vine group across the river do you want that to go in? About five feet. Make it feel like there's something close to it that's large okay. and it wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alzi? Oh, fumble? I got a 14. And you shoot yours into the water as well. <laughs> About where in the water did you want yours to go? Oh, probably like around the same place. So yeah. pretty close to each other. Yeah. Spoosh, spoosh. As you guys watch these two bolts sail across the river and go into the water and hit their marks, spoosh, spoosh, in your peripheral vision, you notice that Dilbert has started riding towards the root ball, the group of vines on your side of the river, and is pulling out his one-handed axe. Dilbert, I told you to hide. <laughs> and as you say that, the water erupts. Ah uh ha -huh. And a coiled mass of vines flies out of the water like it was shot from a crossbow. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> and the ends of those vines open up as they get to Dilbert and wrap around him. Oh. Uh, is there anything? He is pulled off his horse. Oh. He is about six feet from the water and he is being pulled back into the water. We gotta cut it, we gotta cut it, we gotta cut it. <laughs> okay, so. I have a charge. <laughs> and I'm on top of, boop, boop. I'm tar yeah. on top of you. Just yeah. like charge. Blade, yeah. blade. I just dash out of the bush. Blade the closest out. person, Egan, you're about 30 feet. So that means he's 30 feet too, because I'm on top of his shoulders. Okay, so Runar and Egan are 30 feet away from him, and you're in some bushes. Yeah. Willow, you're about 25 feet away from him. Oh, you can make it. Yeah. And uh, Halsey, I'm going to assume you were pretty much next to Willow. Maybe yeah. a little closer to the bank, so I'll put you at 20 feet. 20 feet? Because you okay. were shooting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I rush over and I attempt to chop that vine. Okay. Chippity, choppity, chop. You can move 30 feet per melee round. Yes. Well, I'm just thinking of how fast you're going versus how fast the vine is dragging you in. If he can't make it, I could just bonus action dash and go 80 feet. As you get to him, the vine itself is already underwater, and you can see 
above water, Dilbert's mid-torso up to his head. And he's wrapped good, like his arms are wrapped tight around his body. And he's kind of growl screaming, like trying to bust out. I don't see any of the vine. Well, you can see it, but it's underwater. Oh boy. And this group of vines that have him, where it's coiled together, is thicker than your waist. It's about a good 35 inch. Thicker than my waist, wow. I'm gonna run up to his horse, grab the double bladed axe off okay. of it. So that's what you're doing while housing. Yeah, right? and then can I... And we're charging too. Toss it to him. You wanna toss the double bladed axe to me? With the one hand? <laughs> oh, yeah, one hand. I guess I'll run up and try to like, I wait into the water a little bit and just try to swing at it. At it. I dive into the water so I can hit the vine from in there. Okay, we're charging in, but... At the part where he's being pulled in, at that moment, that first, I'm going to say, five or six feet into the river, it's seven feet deep at the deepest. And the first few feet are only a foot or so deep at at the most. So you're diving in past that two feet deep area into the seven to eight foot deep area to get a little bit ahead of Dilbert's body so you can... I can slice. I can start slicing. As his body's hitting the water, Willow is catching up. Now, let's give Egan and uh, yeah. Brunar. Brunar, throw me. Throw me. He is on your shoulders. <laughs> throw me. Pick me up and throw me. Throw him behind you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I toss him towards the motion. Grab my shoulder, swings around by the legs. So, just... hear me out, guys. Oh, I have shatter. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, before I'm gonna let you use your shatter, I wanna roll for how you landed. All right. After Brunar threw uh, I'll roll a dex check. 12. My okay. dex is 17. You kind of wobble a little bit, but you're okay. <laughs> okay, dive in. Okay. All right, now remember, you were the farthest away. Yeah. So it's gonna take you a bit to bit. get there. Yeah. How? You're in the water. You're underwater and you're next to the vine. It's pulling away from you as fast as you're going in. What do you do? I start attacking the vine. Make a roll. And you are fully submerged. I believe in you. That That was a natural one. Oh my God, what are these rolls? Wonderful news for you. I'm going to put him on hold. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. I'm going to go get a pizza because I'm dead. Willow, you make it to the water as you see Halsey's feet submerge slightly ahead of Dilbert's body. You can see into the water. It's not really murky. And he appears to be fine. Hell? For a moment, Halsey. Okay. (laughs) For a moment. And then you see the water all around him clouded with mud. And you can't see him. Willis is standing there with an axe in her hand. She was like, what? You can still see the vine if you wanted to take a swing at it, but it's moving away from you quick enough that you're going to be about waist deep in water. And if you don't take the swing right away, you're taking a good chance of hitting Dilbert. All right, I'm going to just swing at the vine and hope he can handle himself. As you make this swing, you notice that Dilbert's got an arm free. Oh, good job, Dilbert. That's a six. A six. The blade does make contact with the vines. Go ahead and roll. You're not proficient with this weapon. That's why I only rolled nine of my strength. Okay, just roll a d6 for me. That's it. As the axe hits the vine, you feel it sink into what feels like a rich mahogany good wood. 
and it's Hal's hand. The the <laughs> double bladed axe is being pulled out of your hands, and if you try to pull back like you're pulling it out of the vines, you notice right away that there's vines wrapping around the handle. I let go of the axe. Halsey, all you know is that you were taking a swing at the vine. You're sure you hit it. You're sure you did some damage oh, to no. it. And then you couldn't see. And it's just murky black all around you. The mud around you has a reddish tint. You feel the weight of more than water around your shoulders. You got. And you feel what feels like five long fingers grabbing at your left thigh and pulling you down. Wait, from under? From underneath you. You activated his trap, Kurt. (laughs) Well, you're not even sure if it's under because at this moment, you're not sure which way is up. Oh, God. I think Willow's going to try to start getting out of the water. Okay, Egan and Brunar, you've reached the water. All right. Okay. You see Willow let go of the axe and just go, oop. Hey, uh, Willow. (laughs) I am very sorry what I'm about to do right now. I have shatter, and the range of it is 60 feet. You can put it in the water far enough that you know you will hit the vine, and you will not hit Willow. That's why I'm going to do do it. I'm going to cast shatter and hit the vine. Because the water's going to go. You just don't know if you're going to hit Dilbert or not. Well, I mean, he's 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 got, got this. Honest. This is underwater. You realize that, so right? This water's broken. <laughs> yeah, it says thunder damage. Okay, so yeah, and consider, makes, would that be considered lightning or like no, I electricity? So. I don't think so. Uh, I think it's more like a force. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, it's it's a force. Yeah, right. and That's they what have I'm to calling. make right. the vines have to make constitution save, and if they fail, if they pass it, they get half damage. Roll your damage. Do I have to roll the constitution save? I'm only, I mean. Yes, you do, Hal. Yes. (laughs) You're done. I said I'm sorry. Oh, eight. Oh, let's go. Oh, I got a nat 20. The save is a 15. I still only take half damage? Yeah. Yeah, So you get six damage. Is there any chance for me to grab? You get there and you see Willow has let go of this axe. And as the axe goes under, Dilbert has gone all the way under. You might have saw Dilbert get a hand free. And then you just see all the water where Dilbert is turned muddy red black. And you know which way he was going. Yeah. And that he's probably, say, from the bank of the water where you're standing now, and we'll say you not have not stepped in the water yet, to where Dilbert is, yeah. is at this point probably at least a good 12 feet. So what does the shatter do? Shatter goes up. Halsey. You feel that hit you as you feel more vines wrapping around your legs and your waist. You feel uh. these things grabbing you and make another constitution saving throw for holding your breath. That's right. The 12. You're feeling pretty confident right now. Okay, cool. The thunder hits the water and a little farther, a good 20 feet into the river, it makes like a bowl in the water, right? Like uh-huh. Moses parting the Red Sea. As that bowl fills in, it doesn't fill in with water. Oh, that's... And you see what looks like a forest, a compressed forest, rise up out of the water. And as it rises up, it, it's somewhat... Groot looking. It's got a face. It's got arms. 
who knows how many. Yeah. <laughs> right now you see coiled lines coming out of the sides of it. And it raises one up and swings at Willow. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> you get it, you idiot. It's all, it was either that or you drowned. What do you want? I'm going to drown anyways. There's a 13 hit you, Willow. No. Now, Willow, it swings this group of tendrily vines at you. And it doesn't just flail and miss. As these vines came at you to wrap you, you were able to deflect <laughs> and jump out of the way. Matrix it. Yeah. And it just kind of bounced off you that way. Run. <laughs> well, I don't think we can really run from this. I know. Roll initiative oh, to yeah. see who goes where. Right, right. Okay, go ahead. I got a six. Really I got a 23. I got a four. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're going to die. <laughs> is it? Is any of the branches like near me? Oh, yeah. The ones that just swung at you are retracting. You can take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bop, 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 hit with my staff. And as it rose out of the water, it was stepping forward into the shallower part. So it's closer to you now. It's um, closer to everybody. It's rising up out of the water, not just like magically like Excalibur. It's coming towards you. With my staff, that's it. 11 to hit. Do your damage. That's 12 points of damage. You hit two vines that had tried to wrap you and they both broke. You snapped him. And then I'm going to bonus action. You really can use fire. No, no one has fire. <laughs> I'm going to bonus action, spend a key point to two, that's two offhand attacks, which are it was a natural one for the first one. And then second one, 19 to hit with my leg kicking it. All you right. hit a vine. You basically said it jettisoning away from you. Seven points of damage. And then I Duncan Master, if I ever use my flurry of blows, I get the benefit of disengage and additional 10 feet. So I'm going to back away 30 feet away from this thing. You're going to go 30 feet backwards. Yeah. Okay. Hey, who is next? Brunar. Any chance I see either him or... Hal is, at your best guess, about eight or nine feet in from the bank, maybe about four or five feet deep, and he's in a cloud of muck. Oh, Lord. Do you have purified food and drink by any chance? Does that work for rivers? No? No. That, would, that would be a big purifier. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's like, you purify like... Let's make these 10 gallons of water, and that's like it. Yeah. Purify world. Pull out my sword and uh, try to attack the thing that's going after him. You are close enough to attack the same arm of the creature that attacked Willow, and you're close enough to attack the actual torso of the creature, if you want, because it's, it's moving towards you to where it's close enough that you could run right up on it. I will do so. Yeah, do it. I got a 14. Do your damage. 11 points. And you have your smite? Right? With this? I do. I'm gonna smite this fricker. Four more. Better than zero. It's better than zero. Egan, before you make your attack, you are a 19. Oof. Okay. Yeah, this will be fun. Egan, you, you suddenly feel a lurch at your waist like you're being pulled backwards. Oh, no. <laughs> and you look down <laughs> to see what it is, and there's a vine wrapped around your waist. Oh, no. Pulling you away from the river. Away? Oh, no! <laughs> I looked behind me. What do and I it see? it is your turn to attack. I look behind me. What do I see? You just see um, a handful of vines have come down from the trees. 
okay. and coiled together and wrapped around your waist. All right, I'm gonna get my dagger. Like, is it a really thick vine that's wrapped around my waist right now? Now I'm gonna say thicker than the average okay. rope. Not as big around as a baseball bat, maybe the handle. All right, I grab it. I'm gonna get my dagger and cut myself free. Yes. 19 plus five. You're okay. fine. Slash it with a D4. Six points of damage to that vine. Well, this particular vine did not have a very thick, woody texture to it. Uh -huh. And you cut through it like cutting a piece of celery. <laughs> like nothing. All right, I think pretty the, easy. I yell out, the woods behind us have woken up too. And I <laughs> look, and I, so inspiration has to be the C part? Have to see the person? They have to be able to hear you. They have to be able to hear me? Yeah. Are you, is he hearing everything that's going on right now above I'm him? He's underwater, so I know. No. <laughs> I'm gonna cast inspiration on you, Willow. You have Elsie. to be able to hear. Yeah. yeah. Willow, I believe in you. Kill this thing. Right. And I inspire you. Halsey, the constriction on your thigh and your waist is so strong and so fast that you feel it cutting off circulation. Hmm. Good. <laughs> Good. Oh, great. Another one. And you take six points of damage. Ouch. Oh, cool. oh. At the I'm same time, you've gotten your bearings enough that you know where the vine is attached to you in two different places at your waist and your thigh. You felt your left foot hit the bottom of the river, so now you know which way is up. Okay. You can make an attack or whatever you're going to do, right? So the vines are wrapped around me, but I know the source of the vine. I know where the source is. You know, like at your waist where the vine is coming off of your waist, and you know right. at your thigh where the vine is coming off of your thigh. I have to probably decide whether I want to attack the one on my waist or the one on my thigh, right? I think I'm going to go for... They're close enough together, you can go for them both. <laughs> but you're going to do it in one swing. They're basically coming off of the same grouping. Oh, that's oh, that's gross. <laughs> I'm just picturing this thing as just a, like a bunch of worms. It's just like, oh... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a 15 to hit. You feel your blade hit Vine, and I'm going to have you roll your damage. 10. Time stops for Willow before I do anything else. <laughs> and you hear this voice in your head, Willow, and there's this, this chorus of angelic voices behind it. And you have no idea where it's coming from. And it says, I can help you all right now. And you're in trouble. I want one thing. What's that one thing? <laughs> For as long as Bruner lives, you will do your best to aid him in serving his God. I am not asking you to worship me. You will do your best to aid Bruner in serving his God. Willow was very conflicted. Um... Okay, Willow doesn't say anything for a few seconds. And time starts again for Bruner, Halsey, Egan, the plant thing. Nobody notices that Willow is frozen. It is the plant's turn. Am I still wrapped up in the plant? Yeah. One arm, and as I said at the moment, it appears to only have two arms that are grouped vines, attacks Bruner. Oh, natural one. A natural one. <laughs> one I, I arm. I have that effect on plant. The other arm also attacks Bruner. <laughs> natural one! <laughs> oh, what? Nice. <laughs> nice. The gods have spoken. I didn't say anything. God really Suddenly, the creature falls backwards for some reason, landing back under the water. 
Halsey, you're suddenly free. Okay. The vines that were holding you just all of a sudden let go. Is our friend around? The one that was... Do I... Dilbert? Dilbert? Yeah, Dilbert. Dilbert. Nobody sees Dilbert anywhere. I don't run, know. Run. <laughs> yeah, I swim back up. Egan, you turned a bit when you were cutting that vine. Yeah. And you notice another group attacking Willow. Right. Uh -oh. And that's a 19, Willow, so that's going to be a 22 that for hits. you. That hits another group of vines? Mm -hmm. Yeah, another group of vines. This is coming from a tree. From above. You have been hit or I should say grabbed at the left knee, the left shoulder, and the right arm. And you have taken 19 points of damage. <gasps> and the voice that's been waiting for you to speak says yes or no, I gotta let you go. Yes. Life in danger? Yes, And you're suddenly free to move and attack. And it is your turn. So I'm grappled. Yes, you are grappled. Yeah, but you can still make an attack. Can I forego the, like making an attack and just try to wiggle out of the vines? Yes. That'd be like it. Kind of like you're trying to take off your clothes. Yeah. Right? You're ripping the vines off yeah. you. Acro like an acrobatics. Deck. I prefer it as pulling each vine off would be an attack. I'll even call like one attack counts as two areas. Uh -huh. So go ahead and do it like you're attacking right. the vine. So I can I can use my staff? Sure, however right. you want to do it. Okay. First attack, 17 to hit. Now add to that an acrobatics roll. 21. Okay, now choose. Left shoulder, left knee, or right arm. Uh, yeah. Right arm. Okay, your right arm is free, and you've wriggled out part of the left knee. That's my action. Can I use my bonus action, or are we going to do that? Let me see. What do I got going on? Go ahead and do your bonus All action right. now. Offhand attack with this might. My hands. Are we still ripping a vine off? Yeah, Michelle's trying to get free. All right, well, you've got a hold of that one on your knee, and you're, you're pulling at it. Who's next? Brunar. Do I see him being held by this vine? Her being held by this vine? Yes, and she's 30 feet away from you, back the way you came. Not quite 30 feet. I mean, she has a move of 30 feet, but she's probably, I'm going to say, closer to 18 feet away from you because you are moving around rocks and bushes. I'm thinking run up and try to cut the vines above her head. I will let you do that. 12. Go ahead and roll your damage. Eight. Next is Egan. All right, cool. So I see Willow being taken by mm -hmm. these things. So how far am I compared to her? Because I was dragged back, right? As Brunner made his attack, by the way. Okay, yeah. Where Willow is grabbing the vine at her knee, at her left knee, that vine suddenly becomes very limp and you're pretty much free of that one. Uh, how far Egan. am I compared to Willow? Am I the same? Willow was farther behind you okay. when she took off from the water, but you're about six or seven feet from Willow. Oh, uh, I'm going to try to cut the last line off of her with my rapier. I take out my rapier and quack. 16. Do your damage. <laughs> six points of damage <laughs> to this vine. You feel the vibration of that vine getting hit, but it's still holding there. Ah. Uh. So I cast Inspiration for Brunar as well. Inspired. Yeah, you're inspired. You can do this, big man. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you have a D6, so you can add to your roll. Okay, Halsey, give me another constitution check for holding your breath. Oh, shoot. A dirty 20. You're feeling great. Give me a perception check. From where your foot hit the bottom of the river and the way you spun while you were fighting this thing off, you can now tell that if you stand up from the bottom, your head is only about two feet underwater, right? Okay. 
and you can move back towards the bank and you can tell which direction that is now. Okay. You can move back towards Brunar and basically just take a few steps and your head's out of the water. All right. And with that perception check, still That's what that perception check was. Oh, okay. You were, you were getting your bearing. Cool, cool, cool. Is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your yeah, turn to, to attack oh, yeah. or whatever. I do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't see any vine to attack or anything. Okay, so I pop back up and I assume I see what's going on with Willow. All three of them are actually closer to 20 feet away from you. All right. Uh, 20, 25 feet away from you, and they're clearly not in the water. And they're all actually standing together and they're beating at vines. I'll head as much as I can towards there. I don't know how much movement it will take for me to get okay, out you normally of have a 30-foot movement? Yes. You're going to get more than halfway there. Okay, if so... If you're just heading towards them right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm just You know, you're doing them. that weird waddle out of the water thing, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. all wet and heavy, and you got to hop <laughs> over some rocks and stuff. So you my leather that, gear. and you hear the water erupt again. Oh, oh God. No. Out of Halsey's right-side peripheral vision, he can see about where that other grouping of vines were coming up out of the ground on your side of the bank. The creature is coming up onto the bank right there. So it's about 16 feet away from you, Hal's. Hmm, good. <laughs> and the rest of the crew here, it's really only about 25, 30 feet away from them, but they can't see it because there's trees and other vines and stuff in their way. Then we hear the water. But you do hear it, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to go attack it by myself. I guess I'm going to still head towards you guys. You know, I'm going to just, like, do a quick cure wounds on myself. Go for that. You all hear this choir, this chorus of voices coming out of the water, out of the river. What? And Brunar is lifted into the air <laughs> a good six feet. And there's what? not a vine touching him. And as fast as he's lifted in the air, I mean, this is like within a second or two, faster than Brunar can swing his sword. He flies backwards towards the center of the river. Oh God, As he know. does this, fish are surfacing from the river, rising a good 12 feet above the water and sticking together. And they make this shape of a set of wings. And Brunar's body slams into it. So it looks like Brunar has these big silver wings. Did you just get Voltron? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> While that's happening, you hear this crunching and crackling of vines and branches coming from where you guys can't see around the bushes towards you. Brunar, you can see it as you clear the bank and you're connected to these crazy looking fish wings. Nice. The creature is standing a good 15 feet tall. And there are vines moving through the forest behind it, adding on to its girth, joining its body and making it bigger as it moves towards Willow, Halsey, and Egan. You feel these, these wings attached to your back as if they've gone through your armor and connected to your spine. Nice. You feel... <laughs> Like, you can extend your sword to any length you want to make a hit. What? 
Under the sea. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Who said no? Thought about it. It is Brunar's turn. Oh my goodness. I guess we should attack this thing. As Brunar attacks, the three of you see it coming around these rocks and this one big oak. It's close enough that you'll get your attacks on it. I stopped breathing through my nose because it smells strongly of fish now. <laughs> it's a more mossy smell, really. Okay. The red mud has a, it's a potatoey thing. Yeah. I had enough of the red mud while I was underwater, though. <laughs> but it's still like in your nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can't speak with animal on Brunar's wing. Okay, Brunar, make an attack. All right. What are you going to do? The, the All right. just I'm, I'm going to attack the back of this thing with my sword flying up. Digging out the... Like I said, you don't even have to move, and you can tell. Your sword's gonna reach it. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, make this getting, badass I'm, getting, moments. I'm getting used to the... Uh, Rudar's blade looks like a lightsaber that gains length and rips into this oak tree. This huge oak tree that the creature just walked around and cuts this oak tree in half from the top down. Nice. And the wings begin flapping and Brunar begins moving towards the creature. All right. Willow, it is your turn. Great. Lovely. Oh Where's my. Attacking with staff and stuff. Very frightened. Are you going for the arms or the torso? Of so. Are you still grappled though? Am I? Yeah, with your shoulder. I didn't cut it. Good point. You need to hit that. All right, I'll hit that. Okay, what'd you get? 19. Okay, let's go over your shoulder. Uh, Egan. So I see this giant mound of vines and plants coming towards us. Yeah, looks like a big walking Groot tree and thing. Is Halsey? Right. Oh, and it's growing more arms. Oh, my oh. God. All right, how close is Willow to that thing? Because I don't really have other... You're stuff. all within striking distance, but uh-huh. if you didn't move towards it yet, you're about 11 feet from it. How tall is this? I ne- I'd like- At the moment, it's getting to be about 15 foot. Okay. When it first came out of the water, it was probably about eight or nine feet. Yeah. He's doing shatter again. <laughs> That's my only good move, Bruna. Don't take this away from me. I can, I can feel the shatter coming. In order to do shatter, he has to turn with his back facing the creature and spread his butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> feel the power. Thunder. Okay, cool. It won't hit her because it's a 10 foot. So, so I aim at its head. Gonna make a constitution save then. I got a five in total. You see towards the shoulder and the neck, uh-huh. it had two arms growing yeah. right there. And those arms are like repelled back towards the back of it and they shrink in a little bit. No more groaning for you. And I'll use my last inspiration on my buddy Halsey here. Oh, cool. All so right. What you doing, Halsey? It's your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna use my crossbow. 21. Your crossbow thunks right in the center of what we would call this thing's chest. Sick. And it does seven damage. Like a hole in the vines appear there that's bigger than your crossbow bolt as the vines recede away from it. Crazy (laughs) that my crossbow bolt did more damage than his shatter. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Crazy. Four arms. One on Egan. An eight. Does not hit. Another one on Egan. An eight. Does not hit. Been able to deflect the vines and whatnot. Brunar, two arms seem to focus as though the thing's face is now on the other side of it. Yeah. And stretch out to hit you. That one's going to miss. And a 19. That hit. 17 points of damage. Ouch. And you are grabbed at the left arm. We have lightsaber. Brunar, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to attack again. 
time we got a 14. 14. Do your normal damage. 13. Were you going for torso or at the arms that are going at you? Torso. So you're not even worried about that one that's grabbed you? Nope. All right. Your sword does this crazy lightsaber-looking thing and extends out and goes right into the center of this thing. And you see it burn white hot. And there's a huge charred hole. Part of it even goes into its face. Nice. As Ooh. it screams this strange, triffid scream. Nice. <laughs> it has a mouth? Yes, it has a mouth. I told you, it has a face. It's like yeah. a, yeah, yeah, a tree-looking... Yeah, like it's a trank yeah. slash... Like, I, I thought it was just like for show. I didn't know it was a working mouth. Willow, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go back and do your bonus action. You All were right. supposed to do it before Brunar got his attack. I'll just attack the, pers the, the, the torso with my offhand, which is... I roll a 13 plus a 20 to hit. Do your damage? Nine points of damage. Ooh, that vine got busted up. I don't know how it would look because you're not cutting it with a blade or yeah, something, it's but it's like, instead of punching it, you grabbed it and crinkled it like a, <laughs> like a dry leaf. That, that was your bonus action. Okay, so now do your action right, for this. Now I'm going to crack the torso. That's a hit. Now, in order to crack the torso, you had to run up a little bit. Okay. That is so 10 points of damage. Can I do my bonus action right Go now? Um, I'm going to... I take the dodge action as a bonus action, which means all attacks against me have disadvantage until my next turn. Excellent. Solid. Egan! All right, I am useless. <laughs> I am useless. I have but one more I spell slot it. for Shatter. Uh, Give it to him. Shatter! That's what you're saying. Right in the berries. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no, it'll hit Willow. Yes, it will hit me. Same place. Same place. I'll, I'll shoot it at the same place. Yeah, right right to the head. Yes. So a constitution save for that thing. Right. It's considered material, so would it have disadvantage? Ooh, okay, cool. So four, six, and 12. 12 points of damage. You see a dent where the vines are like breaking and crinkling. And, and you notice as these vines are uncovered, there's actual wood branches underneath. And you broke one of those. So this thing is made out of like a skeleton of branches and trunks and logs wrapped in vines. Can I use a free action real quick? Go ahead. Willow, do you have your liquor with you? Of course. Runa, does that thing catch things on fire? Most likely. It is soaking wet. <laughs> Damn it. This is some pretty high quality whiskey. Halsey! <laughs> ah, yes. Up, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my crossbow again. I got a, a 23 to hit. That'll roll your damage. Plus two, so that's 10. You hit a spot in the torso that, unlike your first shot where the vines separated, it seems to tear through them into this area that's charred and burnt. And it makes a hole clear through for a moment, and you can see Brunar on the other side of the hole. And then it starts filling in with vines again. I wave high very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling for arms. Oh, great. Okay. One for everybody. First, the arm that Brunar ignored, that's on his left arm, <laughs> constricts for 19 points of damage. What? <laughs> and it feels like your left arm well, is touching coming him. off. Oh, yeah. Like it's just going to go. Okay, Egan. 21. Oh, yeah, that hits. That is four points of damage. Oh, okay. And I'll just say green is eye. <laughs> An 81, but you are not grappled. Oh. You okay. got just hit with a force blow, kablam. <laughs> you don't want this thing to grapple you. Okay. Howzy! 
A seven. That misses. Okay. And Willow. At disadvantage, remember. Disadvantage. Ooh, and it was a nat 20. I know. 20. <laughs> I saw that. Like, As <laughs> he said, disadvantage. I rolled a nat 20. That's uh, oh. a 10. Yeah, that misses. Okay, Brunar, go. This is time I should go for the one that's on my arm, since it's trying to rip my arm off. Uh, would be a 10. Do your damage. You get a huge bonus if it's got you grappled because it can't dodge. Oh, yeah. 14 <laughs> points of damage. Ooh. It's that. off your arm. Nice. Your blade, once again, yeah. with this crazy, uh, lightning-looking sheen added to it, burns through it, and the parts that it touches crisp and become char. Nice. Willow, you're next. Crack with the staff. The 26 to hit. That's a hit. You're not grappled right now either. Seven points of damage. Choose arm or torso. 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 Okay, you put a yeah. big dent in the side of this thing, and you feel your staff make connection with more than just vines. And you feel the whatever hardness that it hits move. And it doubles over a little bit now. And it, it even seems to shrink a little bit. It's a little smaller. Oh. And it's Egan's turn. I'm going to bonus action patient defense again. Okay. Okay, so Egan. Egan's <laughs> like, yes, that's my strongest move. And he just taps his shoulder. He's like, oh, I forgot I had the giant crossbow. <laughs> 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 and I shoot it. It's 11 to hit. Go ahead and roll. Oh. I'm not going to tell you what the damage is. Isn't it like a heavy crossbow, though? It's, it's a lot bigger than any crossbow you've ever rolled. It's a mini ballista. Okay, your bolt tears into the side of it right about where um, Willow's staff went in. You almost hit Willow. Oh. <laughs> God, you idiot. Just shot right past her. He just she, and she looks back. I just glare. And, and because it was already doubling over at that hit, it, it seems to like almost <laughs> fall on a knee. Like it's dropping. Halsey. Oh, Finish it. Out. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Finish it, Alzheimer. <laughs> I'm just going to... Bring it home. Bring it home, buddy. One, uh, one, this thing. 17 to hit. Roll your damage. Okay, so that's seven damage. Arm or torso? Uh, let's do arm. Hey, the arm that was attacking you gets nice. pretty messed up. Cool. That was a crossbow. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's like kind of the same thing. It like splits open and you see leaves and chunks of vine shoot out of the other side of it. And all of a sudden that arm is thinner and less coarse. Would you say that this monster is splintered? And it's my turn again. By the way, you turn around and you're like expecting Ian to be on his feet, but he's like on the ground. He's on the, yeah, he knows on the <laughs> It's like the scene from Pirates of the Caribbean 3 where the little guy has the giant butter oh. He's just like, yeah! <laughs> this thing loves Egan and Brunar. Let me tell you. Egan, 16. That hits. Okay, and I'll do the second one. Also a 16. <laughs> Prepare to die. Oh, yeah. This arm grabs your head oh, and like wraps around your face. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm dead. You take 12 points of damage. Does that take you out? No. And the second one goes for your neck. Oh, boy. And you take eight more points of damage. Still good. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm much hardier than that, you All stupid right. salad. Runar is unencumbered at the moment. That's a 17. That hits. And the other one is a 12. I misses. Okay. It's your waist. My it's waist. You in the waist. And does 15 points of damage. That was a combination of concussive force and constriction. All right. Bludgeoning. Painful. Yeah, you really feel that one in the hips. All right. And it's Brunar's turn. Come on, dude, give us that nat 20. Nope. 
Got another one. You feel the heavens above glow this great shining light on you, and time marches backwards a couple of seconds and says, <laughs> Oh, again, Ash. <laughs> Divine intervention. <laughs> oh, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Willow hears the voice you heard before say, Well, I'm trying. <laughs> You see, you see Willow just in the background flipping off the sky. It's like, I can only do so much here, man. Uh, Damn, I stopped time for the moment. The fish right. wings are really hard to control. They are. Uh, they screw me up. The, you hear the guy just go over his like, are you sure this one? Yeah. <laughs> Willow, it's your turn. Uh, mm, I'm just going to crack with my staff again. And then can I bonus action offhand attack also? Sure. All right. All right. First stack, 14 to hit. That's going to hit. Seven points of damage. Same spot? Yeah, just <laughs> offhand. This is just my, oh, it's a 23 to hit. Hit, he dies. Seven points of damage on that other one also. Both hits go into about the same spot like you're Thanks. doing these gut attacks. And it appears to what we would compare to dropping on both knees. And the thing's getting smaller. So from where what we would conceive to be its knees touching the ground to the top of his head, we're talking about closer to about seven or eight feet now. And all the vines in its arms and its body are slithering and it's trying to pull more plants and vines into itself with the tendrils around it. Okay. Egan, what are you doing? I yell out and I, I use vicious mockery. I had better salads at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you must make, it must make it a says, wisdom save. It says, you mean I'm grubbing it? <laughs> it must make a wisdom save. Just roll your damage and I'll tell you what happened. That's a one psychic damage. It doesn't appear to have done much of anything to it. Okay. All right. Uh, Halsey. That's a good one, too. I'm going to use my crossbow. Arm or torso? Arm. That looked like pretty weak last. That is 24 to hit. No damage rolling necessary. That arm rips entirely off of the body and Sick. falls to the ground. Is that the one connected to me or? No, it was the one that had attacked okay. him earlier. Yeah, that arm is gone. Egan, make a constitution oh, saving throw. All right, constitution save. That's a nine. Egan goes unconscious. Oh. How many hit points do you have left? I have 14. So did 14 points of damage? No, you have 14 left? Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at my rules as every exact rule that's yeah. in oh, okay, the okay. 5e universe. Okay. Egan goes unconscious. This okay. creature works the way this creature works. Okay. Okay. Suffocation. And is being quickly dragged towards the body of the creature. Mm. Oh, boy. Nope. And Brunar. An eight. Miss. And a 13. Missed. Okay. Brunar's turn. Yay. <laughs> There we there go. That's we go. better. I say it's there not the dice. It's that spot on the table. We I cursed it this morning. We got 20. <laughs> dirty 20. A dirty 20. Your sword gleams with super godly brightness. You hear a cheer from Heronius in the back of your mind. <laughs> Woo! Finally! Nice. <laughs> I started chanting his name, and, uh, and I rolled a six deck. The blade burns through both of the arms that are in front of Bernard and becomes a missile coming out of the tip of the sword that shoots into the center of the vine creature and it just bursts into flames and the whole thing falls over. Where does it fall? <laughs> it doesn't land on you. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't land on you. But it a moment. It lands on the vines that were pulling Egan towards it <laughs> and burns those vines, thus setting Egan free. Yay. You're all breathing like, 
is it dead, you know? And the vines fall flat to the ground and branches and stuff roll like logs off of a pile, one way and another, revealing the center, the gooey core of this creature. And there in front of you lays the body of a man. What? If it's Shashama, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> is it a dead man? It's a man. He's laying very still. Is I, Egan dying? I'm currently, yes, dying, I guess. No, no, the, the, the vines wrapped around your head and your neck became limp. Am no, I, no, you're yeah, still unconscious. So, so I'm still kind of, this thing's still... Don't give, your, don't give yourself any more damage than you already Oh, okay, have. okay. Sorry. The damage I told you that you got is the damage oh, that you have. Okay. You didn't get more points that it made you unconscious from, from okay. damage. You were just unconscious. Okay. Much like if Halsey... We're drowning. I don't necessarily say you take this many points of damage per turn from drowning. I do more like at the end of the drowning experience, I'll let you know if you have damage against yeah. you. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I'm gonna- I'll go over to Egan. You're gonna go over to Egan? Yeah. Okay, I go over to the unconscious man. You and mean the body? The body, yeah. In the middle of the vines? Yeah. Okay. Also, while this is happening, you notice that there were vines wrapped around trees that are falling off of the trees. Nice. You hear noises all through the forest of things moving in the branches of trees, rustling in the leaves, things that may have been coming towards you. Can I do a medicine check to check if he's alive? He is charred. Ooh. Bits of his flesh are cooked. So I uh, hope he's dead. He should be on a tray and I'm grubbing it. <laughs> oh. There is a hole in the center of his chest that has burned through flesh, bone, organs, about as big as a baseball. All right. So he's dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tear the, the vines off the Egan's head. Is and like, on his <laughs> head. You look at his head and he is wearing a circlet. Oh. This circlet appears to be made out of a carved hardwood, like mahogany or rosewood or teak, maybe more than one kind, because there's different colorations in it and engravings and inlays. It looks like a circlet of coiled vines. Okay, I pick it up with my false hand because <laughs> I don't want to touch it, mm -hmm. and I place it in my bag. Okay. You can wake up. Egan. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, you are, not allowed you, to die on me. Egan is fairly wait. easily aroused wait, 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 with, wait. without any wait. spell casting. Oh, Egan. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to play it. Can I roll a performance check? Are you just pretending to be <laughs> dead? <for> yes. <laughs> play to be dead. Hey. Maybe Willow will give you mouth to mouth. Okay, I had Probably a 14 not. on my performance. Oh, yeah, no. I've, yeah. I believe he's dead. I, I'm, I'm pretending to be dead. So I'm just like, or sleep, like unconscious. Well, you believe he's dead? Uh, I rolled um, insight. And I, I got want to know what she thinks. Zero. I want to know her first well, reaction. So, well, you, you look at him and, and you don't know if he's dead, but it it looks pretty bad. What's going on looks over pretty there? Pretty bad. Uh, I think Egan has died. Oh, okay. So we gotta burn the body before it comes back as an undead. <laughs> Why would it come back as undead? <laughs> we just gotta be safe, all right? So anyone's got matches or any kind of burnable wood? I, I, have, I, I have whiskey. <laughs> okay, pour the whiskey on top of it. <laughs> oh, he's alive. Ah, jeez. Oh, why'd you say he was dead? Because he thought he was dead. 
Oh. Egan, why were you pretending to be dead? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, time Deception. to play. Bruno, are you doing anything besides watching and laughing? I, I am watching and laughing. Okay. Deception. You notice also that all of these stumps, logs, vines have suddenly risen to the surface of the river and are floating. And in that mass of floating logs and such is also the body of Dilbert Dugan. Oh, alive? <laughs> alive, Dilbert Dugan? He's floating on the water amidst some vines and he's quite motionless. Can we go? Wait, is Bruner back to normal? I think I still have wings. I'm oh, I'm sure. sorry. No, the, 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 <laughs> the winged fish, as you were laughing at their shenanigans, well, basically all fall back into the river. Okay, right. they're back at the yes. river. Okay, good. Okay, I gotta, I'm going to go and grab oh. Gilbert. Dilbert. Dilbert, yes. Dilbert. He's out there in the like middle of the river. Go get him. So he's a good him. 20 feet out, and you know it's deep out there. Okay, uh, can I can I go get him? Like run really fast. <laughs> Are you wearing armor? No. no, leather armor, which is yeah. You're able to swim out there, and you can even use some of the various logs Ooh. on your way over to him to aid you. It takes a, a little bit of time because there's spaghetti floating around in this river too at the moment. It's washing down, and it's it's washing away faster than Dilbert's body in the little clump that's he, he's right. in. So also, you know, it takes you a few minutes, but you're able to get him and pull him over to the bank. Okay, I'm going to attempt to cure wounds on him. Maybe that will help. As you pull him up out of the bank. Wait, while he's doing that, does somebody else want to do anything else? I woke Egan up and threw whiskey on him, so... Yeah. But, what? Okay. <laughs> Why? I'm awake. I'm like, what happened? Uh, he's... Were you pretending to be dead? No. I had it seven. I believe <laughs> my deception roll. I, I have three flasks of healing. Does anybody need? need I healing? think I'll last. I need healing. Dilbert needs healing over here. All right, he probably needs it more than I. Okay, can. now as Halsey pulls Dilbert out of the water, you notice that his net is swollen like a good seven or eight inches out, oh, and no. it's dark purple. Ooh. And there's holes in it. Oh. So they was trying to suck him dry. Yeah. And all down the back of his spine, through his lower back, the skin has been dried and just robbed of any moisture or blood. Oh. That was fast. And water. Yeah. He needs water too. <laughs> if you, if anyone has my water skin. Like cage? where the rib cage ends, it looks like the cavity area sinks in. Oh my god! Like he's almost mummified a little bit. Is he dead? Is he a goner? He's oh a goner, man. Oh, he's a goner. Shoot. Never mind. Use it on yourselves. He's dead. Uh, I, I had three wait. flasks of healing, but I'm gonna give one to each one of them. I'm I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Each of you do your healing points on yourselves. Oh, so you have 22 good hit I have points 22 on me. I have out of 35, yeah. So I have 13. I go and touch my buddy and I, I do cure wounds on her. Thank you. Oh. Can I roll perception at the woods? See if any of those freaking weird looking seeds fell to the ground during this time? The, the pods? The, the, yeah, pods. Yeah, pods. 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 As a matter of fact, you see a pod. I run to it and I open it. And there is what looks like a skeleton made out of twigs in there. Oh, I think Older I found it's children. There's a pair of hard leather boots. Oh. There is a dress. Oh. oh, no. Don't tell me it's who I think it is. That's about it. Is this the dot? 
the Caitlin, the daughter. Most likely. I think I found Caitlin. Dilbert's daughter? No. Dilbert lost his son. Dilbert lost his son Hardy. Oh, whose daughter are we talking about? People on top of the hill. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is there Um, any other ones? Yeah, you haven't met them yet. No. You don't see any other pods around. Uh, Maybe go look on the other side. Yeah, yeah. we need to find Dilbert's kid. We got to look for anyone. Literally. Anyone. Every anyone we can find, we gotta find them. Egan, are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. I'm gonna keep on looking. I'm looking with Egan, so I'm giving him a help action. Oh, thank you. Uh, so this is a perception roll. Seventeen. Look for any more of those pods around the area. There is. Oh. How many? You find one near that one, uh, what we call the root ball mm-hmm. on your side of the bank. A little bit past it. I might go open it. Same thing. A skeleton made out of twigs. Does it look like there's a wooden sword? Aww. Oh no, that's so cute. There's a uh, tunic and breeches. Yeah, this is. A is there a name sword. on the wooden sword, like carved into it? My big, my big stick. weapon. Yeah, it says G E E R I E. Geary. Geary. This is this I think we should let the let the sheriff know what's happening. We got to bring these bodies back to the town too. Yeah. Do you have anything to wrap them up? Well, you got an extra horse. That's, oh. that's true. <laughs> Are these horses ours now? They're Dilbert's horses. They're Dilbert's so horses. We're not keeping he them. He is married. Yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think she son. should lose any, anyone else. <laughs> oh, wait. Life. We told him to go back. Yeah, we did. It is his fault that he died. So okay, stacked, just because We stacked the bodies on top of Dilbert's horse, Let, including Dilbert's Pretty split. easily done. If yeah. you lift these things up, you could even keep them in the pods Yeah. if you want. Yeah. They weigh next to nothing. I tell everyone, I was like, hey, maybe Willow, if you can, before we go into town, I, you get the sheriff so he can look at them first. And, you know, he knows right away. So not uh, uproar happens like last time. Yeah, sure. And I'll ride ahead, I guess. Yeah. You guys go on ahead. I'm going to stay. Sheriff Daly! Sheriff Daly! I got good news. I got good got news and I got news. bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay here for you guys going ahead. So I got to stay with the body just in case. You guys are going with it. Oh, you're staying behind I'm, without the body? I'm going to look for any more stuff. Oh, okay. Gan's a heartless a-hole, but he's not that heartless. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on uh, Gilbert's was... body. He's the only one that can come back to life, so. What happened in your life that makes you worry about that? <laughs> <laughs> I go find the sheriff. Okay, you ride back to town. On the trails that you guys rode at a fast ride, you could get there in less than two hours. Okay, we'll go to... More normal pace. Yeah, and you guys, bodies. you guys wrap everything up. Are you yep. taking uh, the body that was in the middle of the creature? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we should take that. It's already burned up, so it won't come back to life. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize I'm an expert with that. Anything that comes back to life, I can send it. Send it off on its brain. Right, right. So we're good. I know we're good. I just, you gotta be extra careful. I hear you. Time stops. Oh. Except for Willow. Oh. I go flying forward on the horse. No. (laughs) And you just, you hear that voice and it says, remember, you don't want to filch on this deal. Oh man, you bind to a god now. I know, I don't like it. And then time goes back to normal. During that time stop, Brunar, you gained knowledge of this, not the exact conversations or anything, but you know that Willow has been bound to you through Erroneous. All right. I think there's some type of issues there. (laughs) An uneventful couple hours passes and Willow rides into the village of Mellow Mead. Oh God, everyone stand. No. (laughs) Faces look up 
Uh, not social. Going straight to the sheriff's place. Okay, they point at the hall, which is like the only real building building at the center area of the village. Mm -hmm. And they tell you, Sheriff Dillard's over there. Right. Find Sheriff Dillard. Park your horse outside the hall and go in. Yep. You go in and you see him. You see Gil. And you see this woman that is almost as big as Kondo. Oh. These huge shoulders and this giant mass of red hair that just curls and curls and curls all the way down to her butt. Falls over her shoulders. And you see a very old, fat halfling with mutton chops sitting at this table talking. Sheriff Dillard says, Willow, you've come back with news. Uh, yes, uh, I've got good news and I got bad news. Which one do you want first? Give us the bad news first. Um, we have lost Dillard, unfortunately. Um, you mean Dilbert? Dilbert, that guy, yes. What do you mean by lost? Uh, well, we found a thing that was kidnapping the children, and he unwisely went after it on his own and got killed. Okay. Good news is we defeated the monster, and... You've killed this plant creature. Yes, we have killed it. And we have found the missing pods that contained, unfortunately, dead children since they've been missing for quite some time. How many? We found two, but um, I came ahead to tell you about those. And I'm pretty sure we have one person staying behind still searching for more. Okay. So they should be here in like two hours. To bring Are they bringing the bodies? Yes. Good. Also, Good. there was a man inside the plant creature that seemed to be controlling it. We're also bringing his body. He died. Wow, that's trippy. All right. Thank you, Willow. Yes, I am in need of some strong alcohol. Where can I find that? <laughs> He's got this picture sitting right there, and he says, have a seat. Let me introduce you to my friends. Yeah. Pours you a tankard of the mead that they make here, <laughs> yeah. right? He points a hand towards the halfling, and he says, I'd like you to meet Otto Oliman. Otto Oliman is a fine grower and harvester of tobaccos, hemp weeds. Does he have a southern accent? accent? Maybe he does now. Well, I say, I say, you found yourself a good find, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is Freya, pointing to the woman with the red hair. Freya is a builder. She built this hall, of course, with some of our help. But uh, you want to engineer something like a wagon, a building, even a war machine. You might want to talk to Freya. I plan to be drunk by the time they get back. And of course, you know Gil. Everybody knows Gil. Hi, hey, Willow. Hey, Gil. Thanks for not making me to go with you. Of course, that's Melindor's orders. I'm not allowed to go on fights with y'all. Wouldn't dream of it. Yeah. I'm just riding with Bruner. Like, pretty view, right? It's not bad. So the dead vines falling out of the trees. <laughs> so, Freya asks you, Willow. Willow, is it? Yeah. Um, This creature, how big was it? When we first saw it, it was about eight or nine feet tall. But as we continued to fight it, it grew. But as we continued to fight it again, whittling it down slowly, it started shrinking. How did it grow? It seemed to draw from the plant life around it. Ah, that's what I saw. Did you see? I had cut a fresh grove of oak, and I was building a boat out of it. And it hadn't even been all turned into boards yet. And the vines wrapped around it, and the pieces of oak I had already cut and, and say, dismembered from the tree animate with a life of their own and become a creature and move. That shouldn't be a problem and anymore. And it ran from me like a wildebeest. Strange. How does one come about these powers? How can <laughs> plants do this? And, and Yes, Willow takes a big drink. 
You guys go about talking about uh, preparing for the bodies to come. And Sheriff Dillard says, none of you have to join me. But I'm going to go let the families know that the bodies of their children are on their way here. Oh, and yes, Mrs. Dugan. Yeah, I better do that too. <laughs> I think I better go talk Wait, to her his, first. His name was Gilbert Dugan? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He died bravely. He died an idiot. He died in battle, man. Not yeah, the way he wanted he to did. die. Quick question. I'm still there. Can I roll another perception check if I can find any more? Of those sure. Things? That's awesome. Wait, too. Still looking. Are you only looking on the side of the I'm river that everywhere. you've been on, or I'm, have you crossed the river? I'm looking everywhere I can. I'm, I'll, no matter. Can you swim? Yes, I can swim. Okay, then with that roll, on the other side of the river, you find a pot. All right, go up to it, open it. Without going into detail. Yeah. Is obviously Hardy. You found Hardy. And according to the information that you left the village with, that's pretty much all is accounted for. You can't recall anybody else that's missing that you guys have not found. And it looks the same. Looks the same? It's a twig skeleton mm -hmm. with some tattered clothing and whatnot. Is it like... Try healing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the husk isn't even a husk anymore. He began feeling, not thinking what he would be expecting, I guess. He, he always, he knew he was against, this was probably going to be it. But deep down, he kind of feels like that even though he had a rough one, at least he had a, a life to grow up. And he's just looking at these kids who have family and everything and the future, really. He just feels like there's so much wasted life there. And he's, All right, so now you're going to start heading back? No, he, I'm going to. Put him there and like not stopping. You know he's probably not gonna find anything. He's gonna still be looking. Still Are you gonna look through sundown? Oh yeah. He's not stopping. You gonna stay the night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you assume he's dead. Okay, yeah. Brunar and, and Halsey, you've been on the road for near three hours. You're less than an hour away from the village. As you've rode along, you've seen the oak trees seem to be fine. There are various berry bushes and herb plants and stuff that seem to have just withered up and fell over. There are these vines that have turned brown, the ones that you were looking at on the way there. Yeah. And they've become very limp and brown, and they're just dangling from the trees. Some of them even looking crisp, crackly. Huh. Well, looks like we took care of that. Yeah. What do you think Schmidt's going to do with the circlet once we give it to him? Hopefully keep it away from anybody else to use it for this sort of... Hopefully. Pretty powerful and pretty dangerous feel like we should just find a way to destroy them instead of letting them sit around, right? Maybe banish them somewhere where nobody can get to them. Do you know anyone that can banish people? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back in the village, Willow, you've just been tended to because they could tell that you were having feelings God. about your, your harrowing adventure and, and you've been fed. Kept warm. Just saving throw. I got a three. Talk to. So I'm drunk. Willow's nice and drunk. You're like sleepy drunk. You're not like cry on the shoulder drunk or fight drunk. You're, you're like, I'm man, desensitized. that sucked. I'm ready to just knock out. And the sheriff and Otto Olimon have gone around and spoke to the families. And right about now, Brunar and Halsey are riding into town. You hear cries and screams. <laughs> As you ride into town and they see the pods tied to the horse did that you, look like what you brought Ellie back in. Did you cover, you know, uh, Dolph? Yeah, we wrapped them in stuff, Dilbert. right? 
He's in a blanket. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That would have been a very gruesome sight to see that neck. What about the other body? Is it in a blanket or? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure no one wants to see that. I lug over the bad guy body over my shoulder. I head to the sheriff and I go like, this is, this was the guy. Should we put him anywhere special? Take him to the hall, throw him on the table. All right. I do that. As well as just sitting there. A glass of mead. So you're sitting in the hall still, <laughs> yeah. drinking a glass of mead. Yeah. There's like a couple tankards in front of me. And Halsey walks in with a body over his shoulder. Hey, Willow. And Fralia is still there with you, and she says, Willow, hon, you, you might want to go to your hut and take a nap. I'll do that. I place the body over Just... the table. and Stumbles up. And, and as you drop sways. the body on the table, his face is revealed. And Frelia looks down and says, Abel Reed? Abel Reed? Who would have thought? Who would have thought <laughs> that man that you should tell me more about? <laughs> he was a gardener. Oh, wow. That, that, makes, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. He went to the houses way up on the hill and made pretty gardens. Was he a good guy or was he kind of angry or? Nah, he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he was a dick. That makes sense. And he was kind of the town drunk. Did he have a vendetta against children? Yeah. Yeah? Hated kids. They step on his gardens? Yep. <laughs> that brings Tore him up. That is definitely no reason to suck the life essence out of them. That's a new definition to get off my lawn. So Abel Reed. Abel Reed caused all this. Yeah. yeah. Abel Reed caused all this. He found some way to yeah. harness the power of plants. Yeah. Well, Otto's with Dylan right now, but Reed worked for Otto a lot. Really? Wonder if he knows anything. Yeah. I would love to understand how he was able to turn into a giant plant monster. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> In giant plant monster, huh? Well, I'm poop. Yes. I'm going to go to <laughs> Abel Reed was a giant plant monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will's he, like halfway through the hall. He, he attacked like us. Foam, and like multiple he was times. Monster. And so he was making the pods and the vines. and yep. Yeah, there's no... We don't have to worry about those anymore because he's dead right there. How'd he do it? I don't know. How did he become a plant monster? Why are you asking me? What am I, plant expert? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be talking to Otto. I go to my bungalow, <laughs> my little hut. Willow has made it to the right. door. It's getting late. Yeah. Several of the villagers let you guys know that they've got dinner ready for you. Oh, okay. Uh, is Egon back? Nope. No? He's staying. A couple uh, of them even ask, where's Egan? You know, he stayed behind to look for more pods. I might go out there. And you know, him. yeah, I'm getting a little worried. I'm probably going to go back out there, too. We're going to go looking in the forest, too. Are you going to go out sun setting? Are you going to go out now? Yeah. That's okay. And well, be there I mean, three hours into darkness? If I'm being true to my... through the woods? If I'm being true to my character, I'm worried about Egan, and I'm going to go to the Has woods. this Egan person stayed in the woods before by themselves? By the look of him, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, to your knowledge, you will never know. <laughs> and uh, Halsey is the, is the kind of guy who goes and helps people through the woods. So he's, he's worried because he knows how dangerous the woods can be. And on that note, we'll call this a session. All right. Hey. <laughs> We're back. Cool. By the way, Brunner also will be going. Because he's not going to let somebody just be in the... <laughs> Do you want to deal with a drunk willow? No, yes. <laughs> Do you want to deal with, with a drunken, drunken willow? willow? <laughs>
I think that's gonna be your new theme song now. Right. <laughs> that was that was a pretty uh, pretty good. Willow is having flashbacks and she doesn't like it. So yeah. then again. Alzi Malice Will is played by J. Dean Garcia. Will Lagonde is Wyatt Spencer. Egan the Bard is played by Javier Velasquez. Bruner Stormshield is played by Rod Diaz. Your game master, writer, and all other voices are Daniel French. Production, editing, Sound Design is Daniel French at Fishbonia Sound Design. Port Locks theme music is by yours truly. I hope you enjoyed this journey aboard the Chronosphere. Until next time, keep your cosmos clean.